The buttery tones. Motherfuckers, my name is Darian. I'm back for another week of horror bullshit. My gassy friend Jason Harrell's in the house. Hey, and my beardy friend Buddy is also here. Hey, what's up? What's going on? I got the whole Compton posse in the house tonight. What's going on, bros? You what's first? up with you? What the right. what? I took this uh, week off for Hot August Nights. The whole week? Yeah, the Look whole at week. You. I don't yeah. know who this guy thinks he is. I know. <laughs> what kind of a fucking board. slacker this dude is. Yeah. Nice. What do you got planned for the week, buddy? Uh, well, I was already there today. I checked out uh, three three casinos and yeah. looked at all the old cars, bought yeah. a few things, and yeah, took uh, Violet's boys there, and that was their first time. They loved it. They've never been to Hot August Nights? Nope. Never? Nope. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's... Great experience for them, for It's sure. kind of unavoidable in this town, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, you step outside your door, you're in Hot August Nights, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> for those that don't know, Hot August Nights is a pretty much citywide car show that we have here in Reno every, uh, I think it's the first weekend in August, but it takes up, like, the whole week. You got yeah. uh, a drag that goes up and down, and then you got, like, a car wash thing, and every casino has their own special show car and show and shine, whatever that shit is. Uh, my parents used to drag me to it when I was a kid, and since then I have declared that I will never go back again because I'm <laughs> fucking sick and tired of old cars. If you're a car guy, I get it. It's great. If you're not a car guy, you've seen one, you've seen them all, pretty much. I like the old cars, but my hatred for sunlight just kind of yeah, keeps me away. If they had like a, out there. like a hot August early evening. Situation where yeah. a mild August night might be better for you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> What's up with you, Jason? First day of retirement. It's done. That's how wow. I managed to show up here. It's all done and I over with. I didn't have to wake up at three o'clock in the morning. I love that about you. <laughs> How'd that feel? Oh, it felt fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> buddy. Slept in till six forty-five. Like Whoa. look at you. <laughs> now I got up at six forty-five because of no reason. Okay. That- Act- actually, it was to make Sarah breakfast because if I don't. She'll pretty much beat me. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, mean, yeah. We've seen the bruises. Yeah, we've seen it's. Uh, <laughs> well, she, well, she is the breadwinner now. So. so you are beholden. <laughs> yeah. You're indentured. <laughs> That's cool, man. I'm it's, the, I'm the same way, cool. dude. I cannot sleep past seven, no yeah. matter how hard I try. Uh, so what's the what's the plan now? Just chill. I'm going to be a retiree, probably an obese one. That's okay. Uh, yeah, I have no plans. Awesome. Literally no plans. Not I at think all. That's the best way to be, I yeah. love that to about be a retiree. You. Yeah, yeah, just float. That's yeah. a great start. Just float, float, float to an early grave. And I'm at least not making any plans for the first week. Damn it! Look at you over <laughs> yeah. here making 
make, making plans to not make plans. Mm-hmm. And technically, that is a plan. It is. So you just I got to try your, harder, or do I try less? I, oh. Well, I mean, you want to try less, but you have to try to try less. Gosh, this is you're going to have to try hard to try. Paradoxical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going down a rabbit hole, inmates. Uh, gentlemen, I've got. I I also am retiring. From flag football. Are you? I coached my last two games on Sunday yeah. for a while. And I hate to admit it, but I already miss it. Whoa. I do. I, 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 what I need to do, I, I'm not committing to anything, but I need to, to uh, have a couple of my Sundays back. Because yeah. my Sundays and my Friday nights have pretty and most of my weeks, now that I think about it, have pretty much been Shot. flag football. That's yeah. it. i got to coach yeah. Daphne's team. Mm-hmm. i got to coach Deacon's team. And then i got to be at both games because I call defensive plays for both teams. So, And sometimes they play back like fucking two Sundays ago. They both played a doubleheader back to back to back to back. Wow. I spent about eight hours just on the field calling plays with a clipboard and a headset. It was, it was bananas. Um, so I need to have a couple of Sundays free. I miss the hell out of those kids. I'll be honest. I hate to admit it because they were the biggest pains in my asses ever. But I already miss him, man. And I think uh, Deacon's and Pop Warner now. So he's there right now as we speak. Uh, probably getting banged around. With real coaches. With real coaches. Yeah. <laughs> have, have an, it's, it's real football now. It's not <clears throat> yeah. flat. Flag is a completely different sport. Dude. Mm-hmm. Rules are different. Plays are different. All kinds of weird shit. Uh, Daphne is wanting to try out like a dance class or some shit. I don't know. But you probably I, won't be teaching I that. I will not be teaching that. Yeah. I cannot dance to I've save seen your moves. my fucking life. <laughs> I'd pay to watch it, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, let me direct you to my OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. A lot of twerking. Uh, I, I, I kind of miss it. I might come back in the winter after uh, Pop Warner's over. Um, I don't know, man. It's, it's, uh, it's a bittersweet goodbye. Yeah. yeah. And walking out of the Sports Dome on Saturday... I think somebody sprayed some pepper spray, or some, especially because all the parents got together and bought me and the other coaches like tokens of appreciation. I got a, a brand new Minnesota Vikings hat. Nice. Yeah. I was like, I hate your kids. <laughs> Don't pukes, you bunch of maggots. <laughs> We're going to play football. Take it. <laughs> But it's a bittersweet goodbye. Hopefully, uh, maybe I will come back in the winter after Pop Warner's done for the season. I don't know. I'm not going to commit, but I want to get used to having my Sundays back for a while. You know, being a little less bogged down with all this I don't this know shit. how your parents mm-hmm. do it. It's, uh, it's very busy, and it can be taxing, mm-hmm. but I look at it like, you know, at some point my kids are going to remember it, and they're going to remember that I was out there with them, and that is worth more than... Uh, Sitting on the couch playing Nicolas Cage Dead by Daylight. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Enough about me getting sentimental. Let's get into a horror show here, gentlemen. Horror news, listener mail, all the usual bullshit. I suggest we start it off with a little horror news. Uh... <laughs> horror. News. What you got for us tonight, Jason? Oh, Whoa, shit. Oh, easy. Man down, man down. I didn't tell you to slap him. Night of the Demons 3, Collector's Edition, uh, coming out from Scream Factory, October 3rd, 2023. You can also pick that up in a gigantic bundle for like a million dollars. It's like all three 
It's like part one, two, and three uh, with pins and posters, and it's like 160 bucks. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. fucking crazy. Um, but these are like 4K releases. Okay. Have you seen Night of the Demons 3? No. Have you seen I've Night of the Demons 2? I've not heard great things. It is not good. And if you're expecting anything remotely resembling the original Night of the Demons, you're not going to get it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I vaguely remember something about a Catholic school. And, <laughs> well, oh, oh, that's that's the one where the chick's uh, boobs turn into hands and they grab the guy. Hmm. Yeah, so there's that for you. Hmm. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Night of the Demons movie without some boob trauma. That would really give a different twist to titty fucking. It would. Yeah. Or titty slapping or... Titty (laughs) high-fiving. I mean, hey. (laughs) Uh, New horror movie, uh, Haunting of the Queen Mary, sets sail on Halloween in 1938 on the world's most haunted ocean liner coming this month. Uh, That is... I forget where that one's showing at, so I'll skip right over it. I saw the poster for it. Yeah. It looks interesting. It's a cool poster. Yeah. It looks interesting. Um, and lastly, I don't know how, what this is going to trans, translate to, but supposedly Disney is done releasing physical media in Australia. Oh. Hmm. So the last Disney movie that will be shipped or released there is the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh. Now, I don't know if this is just Disney titles or everything that's underneath the umbrella of Disney. Yeah, Marvel. But, but all no that matter stuff. what. Because Disney's really separating themselves from physical media yeah. as a whole. Yeah. And I don't know why Australia, of all places, kind of, you know, was the first to go. Probably because it's the farthest away. I guess the damn shipping costs. You've I, seen the shipping I have. Costs. You know what it costs to ship a board game over there? <laughs> don't get me started. Uh, so I don't know what that's going to translate to, but I'm sure it's not good things. Okay. So good investment idea right now. Start buying up Marvel movies. Uh, Disney also, I mean like the fucking cartoons and all that shit, I assume. And, uh, keep the physical, keep it physical. Let's get physical. Let's get physical. Physical. Olivia physical. Newton-John had Ooh. it right. Ooh, mm-hmm. some leotards. <clears throat> That's all I got. Buddy? Well, in the theaters this week, uh, Meg 2 is coming out to the theaters. Woo! I know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the trench, right? Yeah, the trench. Okay, so from what I haven't seen the trailers, and I, yet, I haven't either. I haven't seen Meg One yet. No, um, no. But from what I understand, they're pitching this one as much more horror and less action because mm-hmm. it's supposed to involve like bizarro sea creatures, right? In this uh, trench or mm-hmm. whatever. So. I don't know. Something to think about, maybe. If yeah. you're in the mood for a sea creature kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And Insidious, the Red Door, uh, that is still making money in theaters. However, it's now coming to your home. Coming I'm to screaming. my home? Yeah. Your well, home. Hey, I didn't invite your home, it. My home, Jason's home. I did not invite it over here. <laughs> it's the back red door. <laughs> That's Shit. right. It's the back red door. <laughs> it's, it's about as red as it's going to get. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to get redder. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what? VOD? Yep, Physical VOD. media? Okay, mm-hmm. very nice. Yep. yep, that's all I got. What do you got? Dudes, dudes, dudes. Let me tell you that trailers are up right now for Saw 10. Whoa. Okay, now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking to yourselves, how are they going to trot this old dead guy back out and have him fuck around again? Oh, they've been doing that. <laughs> well, yes. Yes and no. This one actually is supposed to sit firmly and comfortably in between Saw 1 and Saw 2. Oh. So it's going to be okay. like a retro situation there. Hmm. Um, 
I would. I'm. I'm not, what are you shaking your head for, Jason Harrell? Because he's a thousand years old. He's not a thousand years old. They're gonna have to make him look nine hundred years old. Okay, so I watched the trailer. Would you like me to explain this to you, or do you want me to abstain? Just tell me if it looked okay. Uh, well, they did a good job of explaining why he looks older now than he did in the. <laughs> okay. So, oh, they did. Huh? Yes, they did. <laughs> I, I look forward to it. <laughs> uh, I can break it down. Do you want me to? No. Or no? I'm okay. Good. All right, but. Uh, uh, Tobin Bell returning, also Shawnee Smith. Mm-hmm. Wow. So there's that. Uh, I'm excited. We're going to bring her back. Yeah, I think uh, they, they make her look younger too. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but uh, well, they, 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 that's a whole thing. Uh, what else we got here? It looks like. Have you guys been keeping up with this Castlevania stuff? Mm-mm. No. Okay, it's an anime cartoon. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. Monica made me watch the first season. Mm-hmm. I wasn't mad at it. Uh, never got around to the second season. Uh, Castlevania Nocturne animated series hits Netflix this September. Hmm. You guys fans of the video games at all? The video game was fun. Mm-hmm. Sure. There's like a thousand of them Love now. part two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Symphony okay. of the Night was good. Yeah. Uh, all kinds of uh, stuff in there if you're interested, like little video game Easter eggs, stuff cool. like that. Scream Factory is releasing Pumpkinhead and The Blob in 4K. Whoa. Uh, that's supposed to hit this October. Um Pre-ordered the Blob yesterday. I was just going to say, I do not presently own a copy of the Blob. I think I might have to pick that up. You well, can, I'm talking you can about have my Blu-ray once I get this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, never mind then. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the remake, obviously, yeah. not the original. Uh, uh, I tried to do the pre-order for Pumpkinhead, but it was uh, certain like package releases of the 4K were already out. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, I'll end up getting kind of a stand, standalone release of that one when, <laughs> Your I, turn. when I can. Damn it. Right on. Uh, what else we got here? <laughs> okay, are you guys at all familiar with the Russian sleep experiment? Do you know what I'm talking about? Is that, that doesn't ring any bells? No. Okay, so there's this creepy pasta. It's completely fake. It's made up. Uh, but they did a good job of selling it online and convincing a bunch of horny teenagers that it was real. <laughs> So it made like the rounds as an urban legend kind of a situation. They went to college and said, "This is real." Hey, this is this uh, is real. Hey, a friend of mine uh, was part of this thing. So. <laughs> I know a guy. I, I know, know a guy. guy. No, it's totally real. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's like uh, during the the end of World War II, the Russians created this sleep experiment where they were going to keep a group of soldiers awake for as long as they possibly could mm-hmm. using this weird gas. And uh, they locked them in a room. There was like five or six of them. And, of course, they ended up eating each other. Uh, a movie is coming out based on that. Huh. No idea when it's going to be. It's supposed to release this year. No idea what it's going to be. Obviously, it's going to have something to do with the Russian sleep experiment. But uh, that's something to look forward to. Sounds interesting. Uh, yeah. Or it could be a piece of shit. You never yeah. know. Uh, what There's else a we midnight have? snack joke in there somewhere. Of course. Of course there is, Jason. Uh, speaking of midnight snack jokes, <laughs> Slother House. Slother. Movie about a killer sloth. Wow. Is hitting theaters this summer. Sounds action-packed. This is the fallout of Cocaine Bear. We need to find animals and make them into silly horror movie villains. ASAP, because that thing made a, uh, a couple of dollars at the box office. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did we have? A meth crocodile, I think, was one that already came out. You had zombievers. Zombievers. That was that was pre cocaine yeah. bear though, and that was really yeah. But I'm just saying, it's all you know coming off the 
tales of shittier movies. Of course. That were their predecessor. I li- well, I liked Zombievers, but only for the opening and the closing. The rest of the movie was shit, I thought. Right? Bill Burr and John Mayer, they were the best part of the whole movie. <laughs> Can't say I watched it. Oh, yeah. Well, you should check it out. No thanks. I mean, that's pretty fun. The first, the, <laughs> like I said, the opening and closing. That's all I got on the horror news, you maniacs. Let's do a little of the old uh, listener mail, shall we? All right. Listener mail. Oh, we got some voicemails and some emails and all kinds of fun stuff going on here. Uh, let's kick it off in Sydney, Australia, shall we? Yeah. Our main man, Team, is hey, in the house. Tim. G'day, mate. Hello, Team. Uh, subject line, I'm a boring bitch. Well, there you go. There you have it. What's oh. up, guys? How's everyone this week? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for asking. Pterodome. I'm taking Sammy Kerr, simple reason really, Sammy Kerr has better music than Aaron Boone. I mean, you can't really argue with that, can you? Who do you guys think would win in a fight between Sammy Kerr and Aaron Boone? Sammy Kerr. Yeah, I thought you would say that, Jason. Their hair is about the same size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, Sammy's is bigger. No, I know. It's uh, it's substantially bigger. I know. There's more mass to it. But, I mean, look at that... Well, that, I mean, that's a good, top, the top yeah, there. that's like a good pompadour situation. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy's just went out. It went out in every direction. It com- like an explosion. <laughs> Hair explosion is what it was. Uh, meat hook, top three weapons. Number three, shark teeth. Okay, so that may be cheating, but I fucking love sharks and that's their weapon. Number two, chainsaw. Leatherface is better than ashes. Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Number one, Freddy's claw. This is so original and would be awesome to have in a zombie apocalypse. No, it wouldn't, Tim. If you you have to get close. No, you got to get close, man. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Poke, poke them in the eyes? They don't care. Forget that. It's exhausting after a oh, while. Oh, God, dude. That's one tired hand. Sla- <laughs> yeah. Slashing weapons are not the way no, to go. No, you need no. a blunt weapon, Tim. Come on, man. Anyway, I sincerely hope you all are happy and not fighting with each other. Please be kind to one another and let the good times roll. Also, shout out to my fellow inmates. Hope everyone is doing well. Right on, Tim. Thanks for uh, writing in. And it looks like that's all we got on the emails. Hmm. How about a voicemail or two? Yeah. Right, you do. We got one voicemail here. It's from our main man in Alabama. What's up, Alan? Hey, Alan. Hey, room. What's up? Hope so everybody's you? doing good. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, give me that black Ulola's rip-off, Sammy Kerr. Meat hook, weapons. Uh, number one, I got to go with Art the Clown's flail, that flip, that oh. scapels and the braids and all sure. that stuff that he whips you with. That's so friggin' nasty. Yeah, that is I nasty. love it. Number two, I'm going to go with the chainsaw, leather face. Got to love it. Tried and true. And number three, Chrome Skull's knife. Yeah, That's that was a bad, bad motherfucker, and I've got it. Honorable mention, <laughs> not sure if you call it a Harmon. I think it's got elements. The knife, the knife stalker, or knife. Whatever his name was, Night, whatever, and that movie Cobra. This is Night oh, Black. Oh, yeah. That movie, uh, that could be in a cult, a cult movie, too. Sure That's could. a good movie. I watched it this week. Anyway, um, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, Mr. Derry, and you're head of the family. Yeah, you got anyway, me. Anyway, that's all I got. Y'all have a good one. I didn't think anybody was going to get that shit. <laughs> <laughs> right on, Alan. God damn it. 
All right, fine, you fucker. <laughs> Cobra? <laughs> Cobra. Have you ever seen Cobra? With Stallone? Oh, yeah. You're the disease. And I'm <laughs> and the, cure. the cure. Oh, that's a great movie. Brian Thompson in that one. Saw that in theater. Did you really? Wow. Look at you. Brian Thompson was the villain, like the big the big villain guy from the 80s. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys... He was in uh, Fright Night 2. He played like a lackey to the vampire chick. Was he the vegetarian? Yeah. The one that ate bugs? Ate bugs and would like oh, okay. speak Latin to him yeah. before he ate him. Yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Cobra, obviously. He was in that Vampire the Masquerade TV show. Uh, basically, anytime you needed a big guy, he was Shao Kahn in uh, Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Mm. Terrible. Terrible movie. It is. One of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> um, he was like the guy, though. And uh, I guess he just aged out. You can only be the big buff guy for too, for so long. <laughs> Right on, Alan. Thanks for calling in, amigo. That's all we got on listener mail, bros. You guys got anything for Tim or Alan? Thanks, fellas. Yeah, thanks for calling and writing in. Absolutely. Let's get into a movie. Let's go to the Ural Mountains of Russia, fellas. Ural Mountains. Fifty-three years ago, nine people set up camp in the Ural Mountains in Russia. It had become known as the Dyatlov Pass incident. Are you scared? No. We're recreating a trip in which nine people died. Yeah, what, like 50 years ago? Time to go. It's a test, you know? Man against the elements. Guys, say hi from Mimdell! Come look at this! What is it? The GPS is all screwed up. We should just leave. By the time we get packed up and get moving, we're going to be hiking in the dark. It is The Devil's Pass from 2013. This one got 5.7 stars on IMDb. Solid R rating on this one, directed by Rennie Harlan. You guys remember this dude? Only in name. Uh, Big in the 80s. Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Cliffhanger, uh, Die Hard 2. Oh, boy. Yeah, buddy. Going way back. Written by Vicar. Die Hard 2, but uh, Hmm. Cliffhanger, yum. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> what a show. I tell you what. Uh, written by Vikram Wheat Stars, Gemma Atkinson, Holly Goss, and Matt Stucco. Stucco. Stoko. I don't know. Uh, God, man. this we're, we're going to found footage town here, boys. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, this one, much like... It, it, well, we'll get into it, I guess. All right. So we're going to meet our protagonist. Her name is Holly. Uh, not Heather. Although... She's very much a Heather Donahue type, although much more attractive, I'd say. And there's a lot. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to come out and say it. This is basically the Blair Witch in the wood, in the snow, the right? Snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all the same pacing, same exact setup. Uh, this one you get, gets a little more cred because there actually was a Dyatlov Pass incident that happened in 1918, if I'm not mistaken. Not in the 40s, which is when they say. But I'll, I'll digress on that. Um, 
So yeah, she's a college student. She got a federal grant to write her paper and she wants to write it on the Dyatlov Pass incident. Now in the movie, they're saying it's called the Dyatlov Pass because of the group of hikers that went missing there and were later found dead. One of whom was named Dyatlov. Right. His last name was Dyatlov. And Mm -hmm. in reality, Dyatlov in Russian means devil. Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the pass where the Rus- the Russian hikers went missing in the uh, 1900s. So that notwithstanding, we just got to write all that off and pretend yep. we don't know anything about the actual incident. So Maybe he was the devil. Totally. I don't think so, but all right. Uh, totally. Uh, so she's going to write a paper on it. She's got a federal grant. She's got an uh, editor. I'm not sure why he needs to come on the trip with us. He's a little scrawny guy named... Uh, Jensen, and you can tell from the get-go, my friends, Jensen wants to get into mm-hmm. Holly's pants. Yes, I does. think he would have just settled for anybody, though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. He was pretty horny, and he's uh, he's got his camera named Lucille. Yeah. So look out for that. Uh, she has her sound girl, played by Gemma Atkinson. Her name is Denise. Gemma Atkinson is a hot piece of ice, yeah. my friends. <laughs> uh, she's been in a couple other horror movies. Um None that immediately come to mind because I don't think any of them were that good. <laughs> but she is very attractive, and I would like to do some things to her in private, which I will not discuss with you. A bold thing before uh, un- un- until, <laughs> until it actually there. happen. Then I will believe me. I will let you know. That's <laughs> <laughs> ten seconds of her life. There will be some right. photo evidence. I hope. Um, that's the sound girl. Uh, we also have a couple of hiking experts that are coming with us. We have Andy and JP. Uh, Andy is like the uh, survivalist dude, and JP is the uh, experienced hiker. He's went hiking for a full year around the Appalachians. Mm-hmm. Very excited. They're gonna. They, these are the pros. They're gonna keep us alive out there. Uh, from there, we get a bunch of backstory on the Dyatlov Pass incident as it pertains to the film. Not as to what actually happened uh, in real life. In real life, they still don't know what happened to those hikers. They found them in various states of uh, mutilation and weird uh, nakedness and some other stuff. Weird. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole thing. There's a lot of theories, but uh, so basically, for the purposes of this movie, in the 1940s, just after the end of the Second World War. Um, a group of nine hikers went hiking through the Ural Pass in mm-hmm. Russia, which is northern Russia, almost kind of bleeding into Siberia, um, and they all kind of vanished. Uh, search parties couldn't get up there because the weather was too harsh, so they went back in the spring. This was like in the middle of January, too. They went back in the spring after the thaw, and then they found all the bodies. And like the real-life incident, they were all in various states of mutilation, and they were kind of scattered and uh, some people were wearing other people's clothes, and other people were naked, and uh, they Had couldn't. Some skulls caved skulls in. Skulls caved <clears throat> in. All kinds of nastiness. Uh, never got a real explanation as to what happened to these hikers or what the fuck really went on up there. So uh, we're going to get into Holly's research a little bit. We have a local indigenous tribe for lack of a better term called the manzies that kind of populate the area around the ural mountains um they are similar to a i guess an early native american culture you know live off the land type of type of dudes uh no no kind of technology or anything like that uh they 
were interviewed for the purposes of Holly's uh, documentary. And basically they say, oh, this this part of the mountain, it's like a weird rift between two worlds. And if you're there at the wrong time, you can walk right into the other world. And well, look out there. Hey. I think they said it with an accent, so you're going to have to step up your game. I know. Yeah. I am sorry. Well, they weren't speaking English, so they're speaking Manzi. Oh. Which, there's, there's that. I don't, I'm not fluent in Manzi. Yet. Fluent in Pansy. Pansy, no. I took a, uh, took a Rosetta Stone course on Pansy. Uh, so that's great. Now, at this point in the film, we're only about maybe a half, not even a half hour in. We're already mm. cutting to Russian news clips of uh you know the the search for the american hike the american college students so we they've already telegraphed the fact that these kids aren't coming back all right bold move but whatever mm-hmm. kind of reminds me of another movie that came out a couple 10 years before this but whatever mm-hmm. uh, don't don't let me bog you down with my details um from there we get a very a very cool little travel montage of the team coming together we got the five kids Holly, uh, Jensen, JP, Andy, and Denise. And they're going from this shitty airport to that shitty airport to they got to ride in the back of a truck to this Russian small town. They're going to freeze to death. They got to get drunk at our local Russian bar where the very creepy bartender makes them do Devil's Pass shots, mm-hmm. where he pours vodka and lights it on fire, and then you have to drink it. I guess it's some kind of Russian moonshine. moonshine. Yeah, yeah, good for them. Getting hammered and then uh, in the truck. Holly's eyes freeze shut, so you got to thaw her eyelashes out by peeing in them. (laughs) (laughs) I think she just wanted to try a golden shower. (laughs) Oh, my eyes are frozen shut. Somebody pee in my face. Oh, no, my butthole's frozen shut. (laughs) Better pee on that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Like when the guy comes out of the cab. Oh, is it cold out here? (laughs) It's kind of cold out here, isn't it? (laughs) Burr. They were out there in... 40 miles in oh, the yeah. back of the truck. Forget it. Uh, so now they make it to the small town. They've got a couple of interviews lined up. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the dudes was supposed to be... It was, the original excursion was 10 people. But when the original group of nine got there to the small town, one of the guys got really sick. So he stayed there in the small town while the other nine took off onto the pass. Lucky bastard. Yeah, lucky him. But uh, apparently he never left that small town because now they want to stay there and interview him. He is now committed to a mental institution, what I think was a mental institution. Uh, I don't know what that place was. Other, It looked vaguely like a hospital with some very angry Russian gentlemen mm-hmm. kind of guarding him or yeah, something. Big stocky ones. Too. Yeah, too. <laughs> uh, they go they're like, hey, we're here for our, our interview with Peter. And they're like, no, he died yesterday. And they come out and they chase the kids off. As they're leaving, they pan up to one of the windows where there's an old guy holding up a, a Russian a sign in Russian. No, he did. You get, you go, you go now. So they're like, all right, man, shit. They get back in the car and drive away. From there, they got to go to a second small town, which is more like a fucking trailer park. It looked like mm-hmm. where we get lucky. The local watering hole has a just happened to have uh, somebody that was friends of one of the people that went out on the original search party to find them. Um, they went out the, the spring after the original group went out and uh, found the bodies after the thaw. Mm-hmm. So they go to this old lady's house. She was one of the, the search and rescue hikers, and they interview her. And she's like, well, I let me tell you something. There was actually 11 bodies that we found. Not nine. Not nine, you fuckers. So you got fucking better be careful up there and don't fuck around because <laughs> you're going to get frozen to death. 
And uh, I don't know what happened. They're like, 11? No, there's only nine. They're like, yeah, there were two extra bodies. I don't know where they came from, dudes. Very ominous, very creepy. Uh, it sounds way creepier in a Russian accent. And let me tell you how depressing Russia is. Tell us. It oh my looks goodness. abysmal, man. It looks absolutely gnarly. I didn't see one water park. I didn't see one uh, hopping uh, nightclub. No McDonald's. No plate, not even a fucking slide to go down, Jason. No hot car shows going No on. <laughs> hot August yeah. nights. I would like to see a rib festival in Russia. I would like to see uh, maybe a professional sports team. I don't think they have those. Do they? I don't know. I don't even know what they play over there. Olympics. Kick the watermelon. It's just Olympics. <laughs> it's just Olympics. That's all. You get it once every four years, and you better be there rooting your fucking ass off. <laughs> Hunting. Yeah, hunting. Uh, yeah, survival, I guess. Survival, yeah. That's, that's the sport in Russia. <laughs> oh, the losers, man. They don't do too well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, they uh, interview the old lady. She says, yeah, there was nine bodies, or uh, 11. 11 bodies. I don't know. The, the official story, though, was that they only found nine. So, interesting that. All right. Now it's time to set off on our actual hike. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get a cute little hiking montage, first couple of days. You know, a lot of complaining about snowshoes, uh, a lot of uh, don't touch my camera, oh, a lot of uh, stop filming, we got to do this. Uh, it's the, the it's it's the opening 20 minutes of the Blair Witch Project mm-hmm. in the snow. It's when they're still happy and kicking around and, ooh, look at that, it's beautiful. Oh, look at that, there's a mountain. There's a dead tree over there. That's pretty neat. Um, eventually, they come to, first they, they, they spend one night when they wake up. Uh, there appears to be like a bunch of what they're calling Yeti footprints in the snow around their campsite. Mm-hmm. So they freak right out. Uh, like, oh, what the hell? It's, it's, the Yetis don't exist. Oh, we're, we're out in the middle of nowhere. Nobody knows we're here. What are we doing? Of course, the Heather Donahue of the group, Holly, has to, we're going to push forward and we're going to keep filming. We have to film everything. So, okay. I will say this. Holly... As a character, much more likable than Heather Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But uh, that being said... Your hatred for for her is unjust. I, I disagree, sir. I disagree completely. <laughs> I disagree that this is in any way, shape, or form comparable to Blair Witch Project. Okay, we'll get into that here in a second. All right. Uh, from there... a much lesser version of... Anything related to Blair Witch. I will say that this is a much toned down version of the Blair Witch, but it's still the Blair Witch Project. I snow. didn't see one snotty nose. Oh, there was a snotty nose, sir. <laughs> In fact, oh, there were yeah. several snotty noses. You didn't get the full on down the nostril shot, but there was plenty of snotty noses. Uh, regardless, uh, they're like, oh, well, they decide to push on anyway. Eventually, they come to a uh, weather, what I guess was a, they called it a weather station. Yeah. To me, it looked like a box on stilts. <laughs> I, I thought it reminded me of like a lifeguard tower. Something like with that. With no pool. Boy, it had a box. It was <laughs> yeah. a box. That's where there. Russia's swimming pool's at. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the off season. You just got to swim. You swim in snow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You wear a jacket, you swim. You die, you die. <laughs> Uh, they get to it. They're like, oh, okay. Here, Yeah, somebody was here. There's a weather station. They half-ass explain it. There's like a weird turbine on it. 
and it measures wind speed or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but it's frozen. It's frozen, of course. Uh, they get the <laughs> like, right. Did it ever work to begin with? <laughs> I mean, of what, why would the you first even day. need to know what the wind speed is in this mountain you don't. pass? You don't. You don't. Yeah. Exactly. Who it's, gives a shit? It's really hard or it's not blowing. It, it's cold as fuck up there. It's yeah. cold as shit. Don't go up there. Got it. That's, that's all the info I need. Uh, of course, they get curious and decide to pop the little box open up there. And what do you know, Jason Harrell? What do we find in the box? Some kind of dead something. It's it? a fucking tongue. A tongue. It's there a there tongue. Is, yeah. I thought it was a turd. Tongue. A turd. Somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. took a <laughs> turd. Yeah. I find one one warm spot to take dump. I take dump. That's right. <laughs> it's a goddamn tongue, Jason Harrell. All right. Not an ear. Not an ear, not a face, <laughs> not a uh, turd, as Buddy would like to think it is. Did it warrant the reaction? No, of course not, no. And it, to, to be honest with you, it didn't. It wasn't clear to me that it was a tongue until they after the it. movie, and I looked at the IMDb trivia. But of course, uh, one chick sees it, or was it one of the guys? So whoever saw it first the fr- chick. freaks out and like falls off the tower. Yeah. Uh, it's only late, like, late in the movie they reference back to it. Yeah. Yes. They say it was a tongue. Yes. Uh, it doesn't, that, that she's fine. Uh, it, it, we're good to go. So now we continue on our journey. Uh, we're getting a little confused because the GPS suddenly stops working and the, uh, compass starts spinning around a little bit, which mm-hmm. is awesome. We get a little, uh, love on the trail. Uh, Jensen really wants to get on top of Denise. Oh yeah. Really. I think he would have settled for anybody though. And, uh, Denise is wanting to get on top of Andy and uh, we're going to find out. We get a little, you know, what is she seeing him anyway? I don't know. And Holly's like, well, I don't know, but they're getting pretty cozy. Meh. And she, he's like, <laughs> yeah, if, meh. If, <laughs> meh. If I could marry my camera, I would. Okay, you fucking homo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we all strike out sometimes, Jensen, and that just happens. So mm-hmm. it, it's not Andy's fault. He just is looks better, and you're kind of a turd. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that oh, so now it's like the second night, and uh, we're gonna find out that Andy is the master of the quote-unquote trail hookup. So him and Denise abscond to the tent for some lovemaking, mm-hmm. while uh, Jensen and Holly break out a Geiger counter and start walking around out in the snow by themselves with a Geiger counter looking for radiation. I think it was an HR Geiger counter. I hope so. It was actually xenomorphs they were looking for. <laughs> oh. Look out. Look out for that. You didn't think I was going to get that fucking reference, I did you? I knew you'd get the reference. <laughs> uh, it starts pinging, so they follow the radiation, and the radiation levels getting higher and higher and higher. And then they follow it to a weird spot in the snow, so they just kind of kick the snow around a little bit. And wouldn't you know, there's a fucking door in there, a random door in a snowy mountain. They're like, oh, shit, we got to go tell the dudes about this. And Holly's like, no, 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 they're already worried about the Yeti coming back. Uh, don't, Don't tell them anything. Now, I didn't catch this when I watched it, but I read about it later. Apparently, if you watch this particular scene closely, you can see... The things that are going to show up here in a few minutes, you can see them kind of running around in the background. Hmm. I didn't read. I, I saw it earlier. Um, oh, I saw like you? two of them like go over the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't revisit it because I just don't care. But I'm willing to take your word for it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, that also, if later on, we'll explain the footprints because Holly gets accused of faking them somehow. Uh-huh. Um, 
Okay, they're like, oh, shit, it's a door. Let's open it. And and it she, locks from the outside. Yeah, Jensen's yeah. like, I'm not going to open that door. And she's like, come on, just pour, pour some water on there. And, pee, and on pee on it. it. Pee on it. <laughs> and eventually he's like, okay, let me go get the dudes. And she's like, no, 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 no don't tell anybody. Don't tell anyone. They're already freaked out. We'll tell them in the morning, and then uh, when we're going to get out of here anyway. So that was that. It was a whole fight right before they set up camp about, we need to get out of here. Our compasses are all fucked off. We're like 14 miles ahead of where we should be or something like that. But they happen to be at the site of the Dyatlov Pass incident. Mm-hmm. So they get all their footage. They uh, do their spray paint little uh, chalk outlines of the, where the dead guys were found. That was kind of cool. Very cool. Sure. Uh, and now they've got this mysterious door in the middle of a mountain covered in snow that's giving off radiation. Very creepy. Very creepy. So now we cut back to our lovemaking session. Uh, it's later that night. Uh, Holly has decided that she would like to get on top of JP because mm-hmm. you know you're out in the fucking snow, and uh, you know why not? Why not go ahead and have sex with each other? Stay warm. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately for Jensen, he gets the uh, get the fuck out of here face from everybody as they're yeah. trying to hook up. <laughs> He's like, oh. Why don't I go back to the tent by myself? Fake yawn. <laughs> I guess nobody's going to keep me warm then, you fucking horny pricks. <laughs> At least I got Lucille. Hey, why don't I go rub one out by myself, you assholes? I'm going to go fuck a Yeti. Yeah, I'll just bang the snow. It'll be hot. <laughs> uh, so he unfortunately gets excused. Now we cut to um, Denise and Andy. Apparently, Andy has a bit of a thing about filming his lovemaking mm-hmm. se- sessions on his phone. So he is on the point of round two with Denise. He breaks out his phone. And we get about two inches away from seeing her boobs when a bunch of weird shit starts going on outside the tent. Yeah. So Andy goes out there to check on it. He's like, hey, what's going on? Uh, Holly and Jensen pop out, too. They're like, oh, no, what's happening? And then, boom, avalanche. Fuckers. Damn, cock-blocking avalanche. Cock-blocking yeah. avalanches. Uh, big avalanche. Unfortunately, Denise is still in a state of undress, and she's not too quick on the reaction. So she goes running out of the tent in her uh, her wife beater, which was still pretty hot, and then immediately gets crushed by a 1,000 pounds of snow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just kind of very quickly just give up on denise they're like she's yeah. gone she's didn't gone bother trying. i, I don't, know she i don't see her she's dead literally buried probably about six feet away yeah. if we step on it we might be able to help her mm-hmm. nope she's gone she's gone all right well fuck guess nobody liked denise except, <laughs> except for me <laughs> uh other than that uh i think uh andy got like a twisted foot or something like that he gets injured somehow in the avalanche uh he's kind of fucked up we just kind of get together what shit we can find and kind of sit it out till the morning. Uh, we've got Holly, Jensen, and JP are both in still pretty good shape. And we're going to wait till the, as soon as the sun cup comes up, we're going to figure something out. And uh, JP is on the point of uh, setting off a signal flare. But Holly and Jensen convince him not to because they're pretty convinced that somebody started the avalanche. Mm-hmm. Like there's some conspiracy theory here to... To get them killed, or well, there were charges that went off right beforehand. Yeah, it's possible. I mean, I don't know what an avalanche sounds well, like. Well, it was like a pop, pop, like somebody set up the charges. I off. thought that was just Denise's ass clapping because <laughs> she looked pretty. I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it. 
But uh, it's, it's quite possible. But uh, either way, they're like, well, we got to do something. And JP's like, it's not, there was no charges. Nothing happened. And uh, they convince him to not fire off the signal flare. Uh, just then, like two random dudes, as the sun's coming up, two random dudes just come walking up the pass. And they're like, oh, look, there's help. Hey, let's let's get their attention. Hey, 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 we're over here. But Andy, who's like can't walk and has got a compound fracture of the leg, is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No way. Those two aren't hikers. They don't have packs. They just happen upon this place. No way. He's still in conspiracy theory mode. Good for him. Unfortunately, <laughs> the two <laughs> random guys just start shooting at them. <laughs> All right. Pow, pow, pow. So they duck and, co- duck and cover. They shoot the flare off at him. Uh, good for them. And now is a good time for uh, uh, Holly to come clean. Oh, there's there's a door right over here. <laughs> if only we had known about that during the fucking avalanche. Mm-hmm. Maybe we could have saved some people or something. I don't yeah. know. Uh, so Jensen, Holly, and uh, JP go running to the door. Andy gets killed. They uh, shoot him, and Jensen takes a bullet like in the leg or something as they're making their way into the door. Mm-hmm. They get in there. They close the door. The two random dudes run up behind them and lock them in. And now we're going full conspiracy mode because there's a bunker, fellas. It's a big, yeah. scary bunker from World War II. Uh, it's all dilapidated, gross-looking. Uh, lights are flickering. Looks like the place has been wrecked. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're in there in the bunker, and they get in there. Uh, we got like a weird like war room kind of a setup with a bunch of old school radios on one side, and uh, <clears> random <throat> hooks and chains dangling from the ceiling. Yeah, very creepy. Uh, we get we get pushed further back. There's a uh, laboratory looking thing, but it's all covered in dust. Uh, we get kind of pull J- or uh, JP in there because he's still limping around. Like, hey, dude. You wait right here. We're going to see if there's maybe a back exit to this place or maybe we can find a phone or something. So they go back there, start exploring. It's dark as shit. Um, something's following them, chasing them around. Mm-hmm. Scary stuff, dude. It looks a lot like a Silent Hill nurse, I guess, but with like uh, spider legs. Far less sexy. Way, Way not, less not sexy. sexy <laughs> and I do not want to have sex with one of these things. Nope. But you would. Well, you know, you get lonely in a bunker after a couple decades. <laughs> you know, I could be coerced. Um, chasing them around, trying to bite them and shit. Uh, they run back. Unfortunately, the thing like comes through the door and just eats JP. So he's out of the equation. Uh, in their explorations, they find uh, a dead Russian soldier with his tongue missing. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. And then we find like a bunch of paperwork from the 1940s. We come to some very lofty conclusions. This was apparently the Russian version of the Philadelphia experiment, or something close to it, I guess. Uh, they're like, yeah, you know, and the American version of this was the Philadelphia experiment. They said that the Philadelphia experiment was an attempt to teleport a ship. It was not. It was an, an attempt to render a ship completely invisible. And if you believe the conspiracy theories, when it re materialized all the sailors on deck were like fused to the bulkheads i don't know if it's true i don't particularly care to be honest with you Hmm. um anyway this whatever is was going on here was like the russian version of that and uh what we got instead was a bunch of uh mutated radioactive spider people i guess with uh big scary claws and we find some skeletons with like 
crazy teeth and uh, mm-hmm. you know very scary stuff and a very conveniently placed uh, ID. Like Dude, that thing looked like it just came off of a shelf. Like it was in pristine condition. Which that ID? Yeah, yeah the yeah. it was like in somebody's rib cage too. Yeah, which like yours. Like it weird. looked like charred remains. Yeah, in this pristine little book. Yeah. Well, it was because he keeps it in his rib cage. Oh, so when okay. they put his body on fire, his body caught. But gotcha. I mean, that's where I carry my IDs. Right, oh, yeah, right yeah. In between the third and fourth rib. <laughs> yeah. Stupid. That was very stupid. Uh, they're like, oh, look at that! It's an ID, and it's. Some Russian soldier. They think it's uh, probably one of the dudes. Uh, they go further back and they find what I can only describe as a giant sphincter. Um, <laughs> it's like a big colon, but it like flashes up and lights up. And they're like, "Oh, it's enter a- here, enter here, <laughs> <laughs> exit only, you fuckers." Uh, but it like lights up and flashes. So they seal themselves into that little sphincter corridor, and they're like, "Okay." <laughs> Well, we should probably. I don't know. I don't know where it goes, but it'll go somewhere. And they wait for a while. And this is where we get the Heather Donahue esque footage of. I'm so sorry. I didn't know this was going to be dangerous. And JP's like, "Oh, it's okay. I agreed anyway." So it's just. Uh, and then the monsters are banging on the big bulkhead. So they're eventually they decide. Well, we're either going to get eaten by these fucking things or we're going to get pooped out through the sphincter. Mm-hmm. So they walk into the sphincter and there's like a big... Which, which they assume is a teleportation. They device. assume, yeah, some kind of a wormhole situation. Yeah. So they... Uh, they and of get, all the places that they were like, well, you know, if we think of where we're going... That's dumb. It's like, really? Yeah. You want to go right back out there to, in the snow to get shot at? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I'd rather go to the bar. I'd rather go home. <laughs> yeah, well, or let me home. go back to my garage. That sounds good. Yeah. I know it's safe in my garage most of the time. Uh, yeah, I didn't understand that at all, and I really hate when they do that shit in movies. <laughs> they'll they'll come up like with some half-assed idea, and then we just have to sign off on that being how the, the reality of the movie is. Uh, I think the worst example of that is the happening. Where the oh, the yeah. nutty guy is like, I think the plants are trying to kill us. <gasps> and then everybody just signs off on that, yeah. and that's how it ends that up It makes being. sense that the weeds are angry. <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. That's a dumb idea. Why are we listening to this guy? Whatever. Uh, but anyway, that's exactly what they do. They're like, okay, well, we, if we just think of where we want to go, and we just want to go outside of this place, then it'll be great. Let's teleport 10 feet in front of their guns. Perfect. Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> So they do just that. They uh, hold hands for a second, close their eyes, make a wish, and hop into the sphincter, which poops them out back in the 1940s. And it turns out that Jensen and Holly are the two extra bodies mm-hmm. that were uh, found in the in the initial Ural Mountain yep. rescue attempt. And we get to, because their camera went with them, we get to see um, the uh, Russian military shoot shoot at some of the. Uh, search party and then they bring the bodies inside and they very conveniently manage to keep the camera rolling on the bodies as they move them uh and then they uh put the bodies on meat hooks and mm-hmm. we see that one of the the monster things has the same tattoo as either holly or the chick or denise which one? Oh, i don't know which chick it was one yeah, of them i can't remember the one that lived one of them had a goddamn like a wing tattoo yeah. behind her yeah. ear or something, and that turns out is one of the monsters that was chasing them around when they initially breached the bunker. And that is your movie, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. What did you think of Devil's Pass? Terrible. I didn't care for it myself. <laughs> I did not care for this one. Uh, 
I was so disinterested in this fucking movie. <laughs> like it was so slow, man. It, 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 the pacing was the exact same as uh, the the Blair Witch Project. You telegraph the ending. You know where we're going. Five minutes in, we're already getting news flashes of uh, the, the the missing kids. Yeah, yeah. And then we get the the like thirty seconds after that, we get the hacker group that leaked the footage to uh, mm-hmm. that weird uh, leak site or whatever. So yeah, clearly they're all going to die. Okay, fine. I'm still interested. I'd like to see how they die. More to the point, I'd like to see the sound girl take her shirt off. But whatever, I'm still, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm willing to hang out with you. <clears throat> and then from there, all we get is like literally the Blair Witch Project in the snow. We have the tongue. We have the lost in the in the wilderness. Don't know which way way to get out of here. We have uh, people disappearing, sort of. Uh, we have uh, basically the, the all people the people on the meat hook were, it was basically Mike in the corner. Yes, exactly. Mike, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Okay. So there you have it, man. Uh, I, I get where you're drawing your analogy, but dude, you can, at least me, I can rewatch Blair Witch a lot. And even though that's a slow paced movie, it's at least interesting. I, I like the things that are going on. It's compelling as far as the story goes. Sure. Uh, delving into the lore. This thing was just a fucking slow, miserable crawl with nothing but illogical moves. Totally. I get it. And we don't even... We we have a Heather Donahue-esque character who's like driving the, the expedition forward. But because you're lacking that cuntiness, you're kind of, you know, okay. <laughs> okay, tomorrow we're going to turn around. Okay, 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 fine. Okay, but if that were the real Heather Donahue out there, she'd be like, "No, we gotta get it. We gotta keep moving, mm-hmm. and we gotta keep spurring this. You know, stepping it, fo- taking it up another notch." Um, I didn't care. I, I feel like they would have done uh, themselves a much better, uh, a, a certain service if they had stayed true to the actual Dyatlov Pass incident, which is very fascinating if you want to do a deep dive into it. Um, but they strayed so far away from it, from the time frame, from the number of hikers, uh, from the search party. Um, there's a couple other things that were different. There was like lights in the sky and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you got so far away from that, you brought us right back into fiction mode, and now any air of believability is gone. Not just anybody can pull off a... A Blair Witch. No, a multi, like a time loop. Sure. Type movie. Yeah. Uh, for these motherfuckers to think they're Christopher Nolan, they failed epically. <laughs> um, I, I, just, I didn't care for it. There's far better examples of at least like kind of time loop, paradox, wormhole type shit. Sure. I don't really know if I can't think of any right offhand that tie into horror. And, you know, so I can appreciate the that effort, but uh, it just didn't just didn't feel like a rewarding conclusion i agree i agree buddy what do you oh, think and the cgi was terrible oh yeah, yeah. It was CGI monsters. Was terrible. stupid especially for 2013 we had better capabilities mm-hmm. at that point what'd you think of this one buddy yeah it was all right it was all right yeah you're too kind <laughs> honestly i'm not mad at this it's just not good you know what i right. mean right there's nothing i'm not fear I, I'm i've not, seen way worse i've seen much worse yes you know <laughs> still gave it a four that's generous. I, I would say that's generous. I would probably come in like a three or so. All right, gentlemen, let's take us a little break. We'll come back with some other stuff. Bye.
like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the T-Villain link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, boy. Uh, this is apropos of nothing, but I've got a couple of book recommendations. Uh, that's where that song that I just played came from. There's two that I finished this week. They're both pretty good. Uh, first one is called Come Closer by Sarah Gran. Uh, great demonic possession from written from the perspective of the possessee. I look forward to the movie. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, I don't think there was as a movie made of that well, one. That yet. just means I'll never. That means you're it. never gonna yeah. fucking read it, you lazy <laughs> sod. You have nothing to do, Jason. You have I got nothing better to things do. to do than read a fucking book. Read a book, why Fuck don't you? Book. Oh come on! <laughs> well, now that you're retired, you can read a book. No, no, he's still not going to do it. <laughs> no, that requires literacy and effort, <laughs> things of that nature. Uh, also, a head full of ghosts by Paul Tremblay. Hmm. Uh, that one's got it's. Borders on the uh, demonic possession also, but the fucking ending is a real kick to the taint. <laughs> and it will fucking fuck you. But the, that song that I just played, um, Gloomy Sunday, plays a prominent role in Head Full of Ghosts. Oh. Now, were these audio books or did you read? They were audible books. Oh, yeah. So don't diss me oh, I'm a diss about you. my literacy. I'm going to diss you. You can't read and you can't even sit and listen? Come on, man. Get it together. So fucking boring. Oh, stop it right now. Speaking of boring, here comes three on a meat hook. Three on a meat hook. This week's meat hook. True crime horror films, gentlemen. Mm. Jason, hit me with number three when you're ready. Well, first off, I'd like to point out that once again, you uh, left room for interpretation. I always do. Yes, you do. Yeah. So uh, Sarah doesn't have have one because we couldn't decide what the hell you actually meant. Okay. So what I did was I went with movies... Based upon real life, even loosely based sure. upon real life events. That's more or less what I was thinking, but okay. Okay, number three, the Amityville Horror. Okay, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, are you talking about the original or the Ryan? Yeah, original. Okay. Have you seen the Ryan? Either Ryan? are fine. Yeah, both are fine. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, it's I, got more sexiness in it. it that's the thing. That's the <laughs> thing, man. I don't. I, I. You know what? I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all mad at the uh, remake. It's just. It's it strays greatly from the original. Yeah, and I'm not in in hindsight. I'm not all that big of a fan of the original either. Um, It gives me a lot of nostalgia. It Mm -hmm. does. Uh, What do you think? Real or bullshit? Oh, it's bullshit. I agree. Yeah, you agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, The 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 I was on board with the haunting and all the the uh, Warrens going in there and saying they'll never go back in and the gateway to hell. What got me is about 10 years ago, a documentary came out called My Amityville Horror, and mm-hmm. they basically tracked down Danny Lutz, who was one of the kids mm-hmm. in the original movie, and got his side of the story. And everything's going great. He's talking about the hauntings and uh, you know the paranormal stuff, and it's freaking everybody out. And he's a little... Um, uh, he's not crazy, but he's documentary portrayed him as being a little unstable at the very end. <clears throat> at the very end they're like okay Danny great story thank you very much for joining us uh, would you mind su- uh, subjecting yourself to a lie detector test and he freaks right out I'm not taking a fucking test fuck you fucking fuckers okay now you're full of shit Yeah. <laughs> now you're full of shit there Danny Lutz and that's all there is to yeah. that and now we can all agree that you are full of shit mm-hmm. so oh that. I don't know it's still not court admissible I, I don't tr- 
I don't give any validity to those fucking tests. No, I know it's not. I don't either. Right. But the, the if but the fact that he fucking freaked refused out and, and freaked refused. Out, yeah. I get you. That's that's what tells me you're well, full of shit. Maybe he just hates being called a liar. Well, that's fine too. But I mean, whatever, <laughs> buddy. What do you got on number three, big dog? Number three, my friend Dahmer. Oh, I haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, that's a good one. Is it? Yeah, it's been uh, a while since I've seen it, but I remember I really like that one. Okay, right on. Yeah. I, I expect there'd be a lot of gay stuff in there. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> eh, I mean, every Tuesday I watch it. It is Dahmer. What do you expect? <laughs> there is that. <laughs> Speaking of gay stuff, my number three: Snowtown Murders. Oh. Great movie. Watched it once. Never, ever going to watch it again. Uh, based on a real serial killer in Australia. And uh, some of the, they do a lot of kid stuff in this one. And that's pretty gnarly, dude. Hmm. It gets pretty pretty ugly. But from what I understand, it's pretty factually, factually accurate to what actually hmm. went down. Which, yeah, makes it even worse. Yeah. But good movie. Acted well. Uh, shot very intriguingly. Um Kinda, kinda makes you wonder about the Australians. Mm-hmm. I know, I know, we have a big Australian listener base, <laughs> huge fan base. <laughs> Just a little, uh, what's going on down there? <laughs> right on. How about number two there? Number two, Exorcism of Emily Rose. Right on. Hmm. Um, actually, based on the Exorcism of Annalise, Annalise something Italian, something Italian, something. Um. What do you think? Real or bullshit? Uh, I'll go real on that. I think I, uh, I, I'm an agnostic at best, mm-hmm. so I will say probably mental illness. But when – I mean I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to speculate as to the existence of God. Not on a fucking stupid podcast like this one. But <laughs> um, I think that uh, mental illness coupled with religion can just kind of – Make you more crazy. Yeah. Or give you like a direction to point the crazy in, mm-hmm. which I think it could also be a thing. Or it could be that she had a fucking demon in her there, buddy. Yeah. So think about mm-hmm. that. You know, make you twist your head all around, uh, give you spinal problems later on in life. You fuck you right up, dude. Oh, right? yeah. For real. Make you, and then uh, here comes a bunch of Catholics that are just want to just beat the demon out of you, more or, or less. Sodomize you. Or sodomize the demon out of you, too. You know, whatever. <laughs> Right on. How about number two there, buddy? Zodiac, based off the Zodiac Killer. Great movie. Good yes. movie. That is a great fucking movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I'd call it a horror movie. It's, it's. Uh, I mean, we're kind of stretching the bounds of horror already, but it felt more like a crime drama to me. But uh, yeah, hell of a show. Mm-hmm. Hall. Uh, who else was in that? Um, Wasn't... Uh, uh, that... Was Robert Downey Jr., I think? Oh, shit. <sighs> the guy like that. that plays in the... Oh, so, I can't remember his name. Is in this? Oh, Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hell of a show, man. And uh, we can speculate as to who the actual Zodiac killer was, but we'll never know now right. at this point. We can, you know, oh, for sure it was this guy, but that guy's been dead a couple ten right. years. So mm-hmm. that, in a way, makes it worse. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. Hey, good flick. Great show. My number two is actually a documentary. It's called Killer Legends. Have you guys seen this? No. Uh, so these two documentarians basically start running down urban myths. Um, they run down the, or they try to, I should say, uh, the, sa- the, the, the town that dreaded sundown, the mm-hmm. Texarkana murders. Yeah. Uh, they do a whole deep dive into that in the, the movie and everything. Um, the, uh, 
not the candy man, but the idea basically of somebody poisoning Halloween candy or putting the proverbial razor blade in the apple. They chased that down. That actually did happen. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was. It wasn't just razor blades and apples, though. It was uh, pixie sticks and it was cyanide powder, huh. and it was targeted at one guy that was trying to get rid of his stepkids. So, but he just kind of he didn't want it to come back to him. So he ended up poisoning the whole neighborhood, which luckily was a small neighborhood, and only like eight or nine kids actually got killed. <laughs> Luckily, luck. I mean, it could have been a lot worse, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, yeah. but he did get caught, and then and that was kind of like the beginning of the Candyman mythos, mm. so to speak, or you know, the poison of the uh, the razor blades and the hypodermic yeah. needles, and the uh, and there was a couple other ones. They did a great job. Uh, that's why I recommend it. They also did um, not to go off on a tangent here, but the same guys did a, another documentary called Cropsy, uh, which in the Oh, I'm going to fuck this all up. In the late 70s, in Staten Island, a bunch of special needs kids went missing. And that basically gave birth to an urban legend of this serial killer called Cropsy. Uh, Turns out, well, somebody was caught and convicted. But it was basically a janitor that worked at the uh, local mental institution. And this is pre-Reagan era. This was back when we had like those... Uh, arcane mental institutions that were basically just concentration camps for special needs people. But um, he was convicted, but he maintained his innocence up to his dying day, and he was himself fucking crazy. And uh, they go back, and they, that so now in Staten Island, they have this urban legend of this Cropsy serial killer, which kind of gets touched on in the movie The Burning. Have you ever got you guys ever seen The Burning? Mm-mm. Um, Probably the first summer camp slasher movie starred Jason Alexander and Holly Hunter. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, it's something to see. I actually went to watch it a couple of days ago. Oh, but you, then you didn't watch I it? I went ADD and forgot all about it. Perfect. Till this very moment. <laughs> well done, sir. <laughs> you have blocked it from your memory. Um, it's something. Uh, that documentary is pretty good, too. But if I have to pick between the two, I'm going to go with Killer Legends just because they kind of branch out a little bit more. Hmm. Uh, that's my number two. How about number one, J-Bo? Number one, a very loosely based uh, 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Hmm. All right. Because uh, the original is loosely based upon a yeah. thing. Ed Gein. Then this is loosely based upon a thing, but this is far superior. I will agree. To what I just said, yes. <laughs> I'm going to... Yeah, I'm, I'm just not going to say anything. Well, there we go. I need to formulate a better thought about that <laughs> before I start running my mouth. Uh, I'm, I'm cool with that. I mean, it's not – it is – it's based on a true – it's based on a movie that's based on a true story. Yep. So, sure, why not? True crime by proxy. Exactly. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great, I like that, man. I like It's a great show. It is. Uh, ignoring the true crime possible element. Just the, the grittiness of it. Um, I would way – much rather run into Bubba Sawyer than I would uh, Thomas Hewitt. Thomas Hewitt doesn't look like he needs the chainsaw. He will pick you up and snap you in half yeah, without it. For he, sure. Dude, when he does that standing leap onto the top of the VW oh, van, yeah. fuck me. He should be playing for the NFL. I'm not going to run away from him. He's going to catch me in no time. Oh, Jesus Christ. He's standing at the line. I'm going to eat you. I'm sorry. Here's the ball. Here's the ball. Here's I'm the sorry. Ball. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. It's all you can do, man. Right on, buddy. How about number one? Wolf Creek. 
Oh, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. First or second one? Uh, first one. First one. Um, again, going back to Australia. Australia yeah, Australia again. again. What is going on down there, Tim? <laughs> Terror domes. All kinds of nastiness. Mm-hmm. Thunderdome. What the hell is it? Thunderdome. 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 Yeah. Mad Max. Yeah. Don't ask Tim about Mad Max. He hates those fucking movies, <laughs> which is astounding to me. Uh, yeah, it's a good show. Uh, Mick Taylor, savage oh, yeah. son of a gun, mm-hmm. but still kind of likable in a yeah. weird way, yeah. which <laughs> makes it worse in a weird way. Uh, my number one is going to be extremely wicked and vile and... There's like five words there. I don't. I wrote down the letters of the the, the initials. How'd that work out? Extremely wicked, sadistically evil, and vile. No. I'll go with that. You know what the hell Close movie? Enough. Yeah. You know what I'm I, talking about. I know what about. you're talking about. Yeah. Great movie. Um, the thing about it that I like the most is that even if you don't know what it's based on, you don't know the real Ted Bundy. If you're just watching the movie, you're kind of rooting for Ted Bundy, right? Because mm-hmm. Zac Efron plays him as just this likable dude. Oh, yeah. And he just keeps getting railroaded into these uh, weird serial killer situations, which is problematic, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the same time, you're like, well, he's he's got some points, you know. The animal yeah. animals could have bitten her head off after death. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> I don't know, man. I thought it was a great movie. Anything with John Malkovich in it is oh, going yeah. to win my vote. That's my number one. Uh, nothing from Sarah this week, Jason? Well, Pookie so, tapes? so what she was... <laughs> Honorable mentions. <laughs> well, that's funny you should say that. Um, because her interpretation of what you were saying was movies that basically are about true crime within the movie itself. Not based on a true crime. Right. Okay. Not a real life true crime, but a true crime within the... Sure. The work of fiction itself. Okay. So her three were Silence of the Lambs, Sinister, and Poughkeepsie Tape. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. I get that. Yeah. That's sure. Yeah. I'm into that. Um, but we, we we were like, what the, what does he mean? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what I mean. <laughs> we I, do, I want you to And I refuse out. to ask you. Don't ask me because I'm not going to tell you. I'm, you go she, with it. She, so then we went back and forth discussing her list because she was still at work. And I'm all, and then she says, fucking Darian. And I'm like, and I said, he's the worst. The fuck that son of a bitch. I hate him in his stupid list. <laughs> right on, dudes. We would like to know what your top three true crime horror movies are. Get us your list whenever you fucking feel like it. Go to paddedroompodcast.com. Hit the uh, contact link. That'll bring up an email. It comes right to us. Or you can go mail at paddedroompodcast.com, and that'll get you there also. You can also uh, ask us questions, uh, vote on the Terra Dome. Um, send Darian dick pics. Send uh, hey, alter <laughs> pictures of me. That seems to be what people love to do these days. Take Photoshop me into all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, right on, inmates. I think it's Terra Dome time, though, gentlemen. No tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. I'll kill you all. I'll drive you crazy. I'll kill you all. I'll dream come true. Six-year-old child with this 
blind, pale, emotionless face, the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. To the Terradome. First, last week's winner. Singles competition, we had Sammy Kerr versus Aaron Boone. Sammy Kerr, of course, of Trick or Treat. Aaron Boone of the Nightbreed. <clears throat> the electric arcs danced and crashed around the headstones of Midian, igniting small fires in the overgrown brush. Small fires that sparked larger fires. The guitar howled through the night as the trapped nightbreed incinerated in the conflagration. Sammy played on, accompanied by a chorus of anguished screams. With a vote of 7-4, to four, Sammy advances over Aaron. Wow. Sammy and Aaron going at it again. I feel like these are two schoolyard kids. <laughs> just can't seem to get along with each other. Damn it. I'm going to separate you, boys. If I have to separate you one more time. <laughs> Grab him by the ear. <laughs> Uh, Sammy's ear just come right off. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Let's take a look at this week's matchup, shall we? Uh, we are in the Asylum Conference round eight. Bear with me, inmates. This one is a bit of a thing, and I'm not much of a writer. And I'm probably going to have to explain to you who one of these people is at the end. Rural B- Bavaria is a wild place. Small villages and farming communities that haven't changed since the end of the Second World War dot the countryside, while tall peaks and narrow valleys warn visitors of its dangers. A person could live a solitary but fruitful life in these valleys. Albrun was well aware. She'd seen centuries go by from her cottage, all under the protection of her craft. Now an American encroaches, an outlaw wanted by international authorities. The highly dangerous and unstable Annie Wilkes was wanted in the U.S. for the capture and torture (laughs) of the best-selling author Paul Sheldon, as well as the murder of a police officer. Why the American chose Albrin's Valley to hide, she couldn't say, nor could she be allowed to stay. We have Annie Wilkes Mm -hmm. versus Albrun. Who the fuck is Albrun, you ask? You're going to have to watch a movie called Hagazusa to find out. I refuse. Why? (laughs) Why are you already refusing? Um, She is a witch, and she does some really nasty stuff. Oh, yeah? Yes. Well, she gets fucked with pretty hard, but I can't ruin this movie for you because the ending is a real fucking fist to the butthole. Wow. As to the depths that she is now going. Now I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. A what's, fist what's to the, the butthole. Of, what's the name of this movie? The name is Hagazusa. I can send you a link. I believe yeah. it was streaming on Shutter for a while. Yeah. Send me a link. Uh, it is. Uh, it's pretty gnarly, dude. I will just leave it at that. Since you guys have neither. Neither one of you, I assume, has seen Hagazusa. I assume you're going to take Annie. Uh, well, yeah. For sheer weight alone. 
I mean, yeah, she's got some heft to her. She's a husky broad. Well, I'm going to go with, uh, you said she's a witch? She is. Okay, I'll go with the witch. Okay. I'm going to take Albrun also because Annie is crazy and uh, she can she can definitely fuck up a crippled uh, <laughs> romance writer. Other than that, I don't think she's going to do much. Oh, I, she doesn't stand a chance, but <laughs> she still gets my vote. All righty, fair enough. Uh, that's your Terror Dome matchup for the weekend, mates. It's Albrun from Hagazusa Albrun. versus Annie Wilkes from, of course, Misery. Get us your votes by next week. If you can, Mental Health Hotline is area code 775-387-0275 or go to paddedroompodcast.com and find our links there. In the meantime, we must now tell you what movies we got to watch this week in a segment we like to call, What Are You Looking At? Yeah. What are you looking at? How about The Green Knight from 2021? You guys seen this one? Yeah. What do you What do you think? Uh, it wasn't as good as I hoped it hoped for it to be, but I I actually liked it quite a bit. It actually had me up until the last 20 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it went full A24. A24. Motherfuck, you man. You got A24 I got right A24 in right in the fucking mouth <laughs> this time. <laughs> I don't know, man. Yep. It f- Another one of those movies where you got to start looking at explanations. And that's what it is. And I, I'm not mad at it. It was a pretty good show, but at the end... When he, I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody that hasn't seen it, but you get A24 at the end, and I was like, you motherfucker, you got me with this shit again. Again, you son of a bitch. Yep. And um, hmm. I don't know, I, I, I'm, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. I say it's worth it. I don't think I'll ever watch it again, to be honest with you. Um, great show. First time you watch. Have you seen it, buddy? No. Okay, I'm not going to say anymore. Check it out. Uh, be prepared. It's 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 an A twenty four film. Okay, and it's got an A twenty four ending. Ending, which is going to make you go, "Oh, what the fuck is fucking hmm. fucking fucker? Fuck off!" <laughs> kind of a thing. Uh, I watched that, and then I watched a, a movie called Death Game from nineteen seventy seven. You guys seen mm. this one? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is actually. Have you guys seen Knock Knock with Keanu Reeves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that is a remake of this. It stars Sandra Locke as one of the... Uh, who Clint was? Eastwood's old lady? Clint Eastwood's old lady, okay. yes. And, uh, oh God, Colleen Camp. You probably don't recognize the name. I will tell you that she played Yvette in Clue. Hmm. Uh, very well hmm. endowed, young lady. <laughs> and they get down in this movie. Yeah. Wow. With uh, uh, the, the guy, and it's the exact same movie other than that. They... Uh, his wife goes away on a business trip, uh, dark and stormy night. There's a knock on the door. Two hotties roll in, fuck him senseless, and then proceed to wreck his that entire definitely existence. definitely sounds like the yeah. same movie. It yeah. is pretty much the exact same movie. <laughs> um, it's fine. It is what it is, I guess. I mean, that if you've seen Knock Knock, then you've seen this. Yeah. Just, I guess I think probably these two chicks are a little bit hotter. I think this is pre-Eastwood Sandra Locke also. Mm-hmm. Uh, from what I understand, I could be wrong, but like Eastwood had to divorce her because she went ballistic. I don't know if that's true. I think that's just Hollywood lore at this point. But 
there was a, a whole thing about it, and I don't I don't want to speculate. That's all I got to watch this week, inmates. How about you, Jason? Well, I watched uh, The Mutilator and Swallow for last week's show that I didn't make it to. What did you think of those movies? Well, I had seen Swallow before. I rewatched it. Okay. Not a horror movie. Fair enough. Uh, the Mutilator is very silly. <laughs> yeah. Very funny. What is up with the buddy buddy sitcom kind of music that... Fall break. Yeah. Fall, yeah. fall break, break. fall break. Gonna I expected Balky Bartolkamus to jump in at any <laughs> point in time. <laughs> like, it was just so whimsical. It so, was. Okay. Out of the blue, yeah. yeah. So, Joe Bob did this for one of his shows, and he did the deep dive on where it came from and the marketing and the team behind it and everything. He, he gave that thing two fingers uh, worth of a prostate check. <laughs> And uh, basically, as he explained it, the movie was originally marketed as, quote-unquote, Fall Fall Break, break. in which it was supposed to be a buddy 80s comedy with some a light dusting of horror at the end. Hmm. They marketed it that way, they released it that way, and it tanked. So the studio that released it recalled it, repackaged it as the Mutilator, made them do a bunch of reshoots. That's why you have all those last-minute scenes of, like, the, the spear going into the guy's head yeah. and that whole sequence with the um, vaginal whoop-de-doo, yeah. yeah. uh, that was part of that. And then they repackaged it as a, as a straight horror film, The Mutilator. She should have screamed more with that scene. Uh, oh, you would yeah. think, right? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Maybe she enjoyed it. <laughs> for the first part, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <Ooh. laughs> um, but for some fucking reason, they never bothered to reshoot the opening sequence or change the title. Or change the title, yeah. And then, thus, what we have is the mutilator yeah, slash fall break. Yeah, there was even that scene where, like, the guy's running out of the room, and it's all... Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the Benny yeah. Hill sequence. Yeah. The Benny Hill, yeah. <laughs> Fuck, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> and then who didn't see the dad being the murderer? They, but they showed it, like, in the first 45 minutes. He just wakes up in the shed, and he's like, oh, I'm to kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. We went to the theater and saw Talk to Me. How was that? We really liked it. Nice. Um... And it's an A24 movie that does not A24 yet. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, No, it's good. Right on. It's actually really good. Good. Um, We also saw Haunted Mansion. How's that? Sarah gave it a perfect 10. Wow. Yeah. Like it hit everything she loves. Well, she also really enjoyed Hocus Pocus. So... (laughs) Oh. That's fine. It's it's the Disney <laughs> Halloween vibe. I get that. Uh, it was a fun. I mean, it's visually fun. Yeah. Um, a lot of the comedy kind of fell flat for me. But I was going to um, say, it's getting horrible reviews. Is it that bad? No. No, not at okay. all. Okay. No. All right. I gave it, I mean, I still gave it a six and a half. Did you ever That's see the good. Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion? No. Okay. I was going to ask if it was better or worse, but. Oh, you've never you seen, have you ever seen that one? No. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Right on. That it? Uh, and that's it. Buddy? Uh, I got to check out the Frankenstein Theory. Okay. That yeah. was actually a pretty funny uh, little you know, little skit those guys had. <laughs> I don't know. little skit? Well, you know, it's, a, it's more of that you know, live documentary let me, style. Yeah. Let and, me ask you this. And I thought they were funny. Okay, let me ask you this. You watched uh, The Devil's Pass on yes. Tubi. Yes. Did it just roll right into Frankenstein yes. Theory? <laughs> yes. Two feet behind you, my TV just did the exact same thing. Oh, really? I'm now looking at the Frankenstein theory. Oh, yeah. funny. 
Right well, on. I've seen well, it before. It's it's a silly premise. And, yeah. yeah, I mean it's fine yeah. for what it is. Yeah, some of the acting in there was pretty funny. And then right after this, rolls right into extraterrestrial. Okay, <laughs> it was okay. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen that one too. That's yeah, fine. Me too. Right on. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Well, how about some immersion therapy then, gentlemen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> You. <laughs> dirty, <laughs> dirty man, you. <laughs> Immersion therapy. Well, what do you have to say for yourself? <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm <laughs> sure hilarious. you did. I'm sure you did. <laughs> I was like, nasty, oh, this is so gross. Nasty man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, saw, saw the ending coming, of course. Um, um, I, I don't think I did see the ending coming, actually. I mean, I, I knew there was going to be something disgusting in the box. We're talking about the special. Uh, also known as an hour and a half of... <laughs> Fucking a rotted cantaloupe. <laughs> but I think that's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. A, uh, a, a plastic bag full of fucking filth. Um, it's disgusting, man. I Look, hey, now I'll be the first to admit, I've had good blowjobs and I've had bad blowjobs. I've never had a blowjob that has wanted me to like go and commit felonies. <laughs> right. Or, or even really to get married or anything weird. Like It's not going to make me lose my fucking mind. Mm-hmm. You can do some fun things with my penis. Great. So can I. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, s- s- like when that's combined with the level of cunt that his old lady his was. His wife was a snatch. Yeah. Sure. And she ran around on him. I get that. I would too. I mean, I could see curb stomping a gypsy lady. That's a bit much. <laughs> I mean, that's a bit much. You're, you're walking out of here with basically a traveling glory hole. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it worth all of that? You can go. You, hey, you can find a glory hole somewhere in your town. And if you're not too worried about who or what is on the other side of it, 25 bucks and you, you'll get to sort it out. <laughs> my, my personal motto, if I think I have a good idea, I'm going to beat off and then I'll see if it's still a good idea. Okay. And it's served me... Like, <laughs> it does the job, right? For the most part, I'm, I think I'm doing okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to say that for all of its pain points, it's better than I thought it would be. It kept me interested. <laughs> yeah. um, I did not see that ending me neither. coming around. Yeah, um, I was pretty fucking pleased with the ending, actually. Um I, I like that. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 When when, uh, when you find out what's in the box, that, that, that'll that do. That's good. <laughs> That's good. That's good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, Inmates, you should probably see it at least once so you can get some of this inside humor that we're, uh, we're teeing off on. Without the kids. Without you. Yeah, don't print today. Don't watch this with the kids. You don't want that. Um. Well, I mean, there's actually like very little sex in it, other than him just putting it in the box. But does that count as sex? What's in the box? What's, keep that fucking thing closed. What, what's grosser, fucking that thing or kissing it? That 
Oh, God. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, at the point where he's, like, carrying it around and talking to it, you kind of know where we're headed, right? Mm, you're a good rotted cantaloupe, <laughs> oh, yeah. aren't you? Oh, uh, so glad I got you out of there. You deserve better than that. Okay. <laughs> it's a box with a hole in it, you nasty. <laughs> What do you got for us this week, buddy? All right, this week, let's check out 2012's Chained. It's about a young man held prisoner by a cab-driving serial killer that must make a life-or-death choice between following in his captor's footsteps or breaking free. You'll find this gem on Tubi or Prime. Oh, real quick. Huh? I forgot that I had taken this. I took a picture of the TV while watching... Um, the special? The special. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the wife is reading uh, the husband's credit card bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's fucking laughable. So his account number is 12345678901. Well, okay. <laughs> this well guy done. does not have good credit. No. He has a credit line of $1,500. That's it? And uh, let's see. He's also, he bought a monitor from Techville US. Techville. I've he, been there. He got uh, something from the gift attic at Whoville, U.S. Whoville. And he ate at the Pizza Palace in Small Town, U.S. Well, okay. <laughs> it's the worst movie prop I've ever seen. God. Well, but, but yet they went through and like made special effort to like make it look actually real. make the percentage rates look like legitimate. You know, but the customer <laughs> service is five 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 five. Like, they, there's so much effort here on so much of it just to kind of cheap out on on some aspects. On the creative of it. part of it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, just uh, something that's I thought funny. was humorous. <laughs> I love this it when is you what take I do. pictures of the TV. This is what I do when, <laughs> I know, right? when I'm watching movies. <laughs> I love that about you, Jason. Uh, check that shit out, inmates. I'm going to tell you right now, I've seen this one before, and it can be, it's it's a bit of a rough watch. Mm. So prepare yourself for that. And there's some kid stuff here also. Oh, damn. Uh, check it out either way, inmates. Uh, we'll do the same in compare notes next week. Now, unfortunately, you must educate me. Educating Miss Monica. First, my clues from last week. <clears throat> I am a small town hood in an even smaller uh, town, I guess. Smaller crime situation. Um, I own the local diner, but I'm banging the local drug dealer's girlfriend. So I'm in a bit of trouble there, and uh, he is now extorting me for money. says the only way I can get him paid is to rob the eccentric family that lives uh, out on the outskirts of town. Turns out they're a bunch of genetic freaks, and uh, they got one porno star, one uh, Incredible Hulk guy, and another guy that is just a giant head that sits in a chair, almost like Modoc from Marvel. Uh, I am, of course, head of the family. Have you guys seen this one? No. Mm-mm. Full moon, baby. Ooh. Charles Band. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right. Um, if you're 12 years old, you can beat your dick savagely to this one. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. It is almost entirely TNA and ridiculous special effects. Wow. That's all it is to this movie, really. Who might I be this week, you ask? We do ask. Mm-hmm. Gentlemen, hmm? I am a horny 17-year-old girl who just got her first period. <laughs> 
I also have uh, some serious career um, ambitions, probably a bit more than I am academically prepared for. I'm also the most awkward fucking female you've ever met in your life. But I'm going to talk the local jock into having sex with me, and then I'm going to go ahead and perform some surgery on the neighbor and my kid sister. And uh, nothing is going to go... I think I'm smarter than everybody else, but uh, I'm not. I'm actually just a weirdo. And for some goddamn reason, I'm going to shave my head at the end. doesn't make a lot of sense. Hmm. Whatever. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week, and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Thank you very much for joining us this week. As usual, like, comment, subscribe wherever you found this show. That helps our visibility. Uh, if you feel like going the extra mile, we do have a Patreon campaign running. Go to paddedroompodcast.com. You'll find all the links and necessary contact info for that there, as well as the uh, reward tiers and the swag and all that stuff. You're going to love it over there. You can also vote on the Terradome while you're there. You can check out the meat hook while you're there. You can uh, look at the the horrible things that the inmates have done to pictures of me uh, in the little uh, social recreational area there. It's hilarious. The amount of effort that people put into mutilating my pictures <laughs> right? is it's really something. It's it almost is. like a career path at this point. <laughs> Join us next week for The Jacket here in Buddy's Birthday Month. Uh, weird, mind-bendy, time-twisty movies. Uh, in the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us. Gentlemen, you have anything else for the week? That's no. it. All righty. For Jason, Buddy. The Dyatlov Pass incident and the nine dead hikers that came out of it. Boobs that we almost got to saw see. And I feel a bit cheated by not seeing them. Uh, cock-blocking avalanches, of course. Uh, dead rock stars and the damage they can do to the Nightbreed. And the Padded Room Podcast. I'm afraid visiting hours are over. Bye. Have a great week. Good morning. Hit right.